Um, there is stuff selling day in, day out. It has not changed. Um, you know, there is not doom and gloom. Um, people have money to spend. They want to move for whatever the hell reason it may be. You're listening to the Ottawa Real Estate Podcast with your hosts, Paul Stevenson, David Warren, and Greg Campbell. Let's see what's going on in the world of real estate today. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Here we are once again, the Ottawa Real Estate Podcast. I am Greg Campbell. I'm a realtor and managing director at the agency in Ottawa, Ontario, Canada. I'm with David Warren, owner at uh, Referral Mortgages, extremely incredible mortgage specialist, mortgage agents. We do business. We work in the real estate industry. You know this, you're watching the show. We have a special guest today. We're going to get to that in a minute. David, how was your weekend? Weekend was good. Weekend was yeah. good. It was, uh, yeah, no, it was nothing too eventful. Had a buddy though, move back from, uh, he hasn't lived in Ottawa for the last almost 20 years. And, uh, and so he just moved back, that. relocated back from Melbourne, uh, from the warm climates of Melbourne. He's not too happy, but, uh, yeah, so that was good kind of getting to getting together with him. But, uh, yeah, other than that, it's pretty good. How, how about yourself? You're looking like you're in new digs right now. Yeah, I am. I'm in. Uh, I'm at the Hinton office. This is like the new okay. for the podcast for 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 a while. Anyways, for a while, for me. Okay. Um, but yeah, weekend was good on my end. Had some business going on. Open house. Open houses weren't as busy as they should have been because of that weather. But uh, you know, mm. okay. So um, let's get ready. Are you running them Saturday or Sunday? I was doing Sunday. Wow, Sunday would been a nightmare. I wouldn't have even done it. But yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, but yeah. still pretty uh, pretty slow, like not uh, pretty slow, slower than what I expected. But I was also at a pretty major price point, right, just under a million bucks. So, okay, not uh, not everybody's not everybody's budget here in Ottawa, anyways. We're gonna learn more unlike, about what that's like. Unlike some other areas, like somebody's gonna talk about. Yeah, yeah, well, exactly, exactly, once we get Steve on here. Okay, let's quickly go through these stats here. I, I brought up for Barhaven, then we're going to get into our guest. Okay, so, um, you know, everybody knows I do this neighborhood stats uh, once a week based on four weeks back. So this might be good for um, for, for our guest actually here as, uh, as we go through it so he can kind of compare and see if it's similar. So for, in Barhaven right now for detached homes, We've got 66 active, averaging 30 days on market at an average price of 890,000. Got eight conditionally sold, averaging 53 days on market at an average price of 745,000. We've got 33 sold, averaging 59 days on market at an average price of 829,000. So that's interesting that, you know, the active versus the sold, it's close enough for me. Um, the conditionally sold are a little low. But then sold in 2022, we had 58 sold, seven days on market at an average price of 986,000. So that's a pretty, that's a drop of about 100,000, 150,000 to the sold versus the sold same time last year. In townhomes, we've got something similar, 34 active, 44 days on market, $634,000 average price, 11 conditionally sold, 22 days on market, 579,000 the average price and sold we have 33 39 days on market and 575,000 is the average price so conditionally sold versus sold for the towns and semis right now is uh almost the same which is nice to see that balancing out and mm -hmm. i think that price is going to keep going up in 2022 we had 70 sold at the same time averaging seven days on market 
the price was 714,000. So almost just like the detached wow. homes were down about 150,000, 125,000 versus the prices last year. Um, condos, 20 active, averaging 58 days on market, 452,000. Conditionally sold, we've got six, averaging 36 days on market, an average price of 425,000. We have 12 sold, 42 days on market, at an average price of 401,000. So now the condos, you know, and, and we've seen this week over week in most neighborhoods where, whereas condos were kind of like staying consistent with the mm -hmm. last six months, finding that their prices uh, are coming down. And I don't know if that's because there's more coming out and less buyers looking at condos, but it's interesting to see. And uh, in 2022, we had 30, 30 sold at the same time, six days on market at an average price of 506,000. So that's down about a hundred, but still up, still up from where we were uh, over the last couple months, right? As we've seen. Yeah. Um, rental market, crazy active as usual. But Dave, like we were speaking about last week, the prices are almost back down to where they were a year ago, uh, mm -hmm. after being up for an extensive period of time. So there's 84 active right now in Barhaven, averaging 35 days on market standard for a rental. Average price is 2,525. We had 83 rented, averaging 33 days on market at a price of 2,360. And in 2022, we had 65 rented, 29 days on market at an average price of 2,380, which is basically the same as now. So that's pretty high though on the number of rented for the past week. That's um, 83. They're, I mean, they go, they, I've been moving know, these numbers all the time. It's almost exactly the same. It's always, you know, mm -hmm. 30 days on market average. The prices are coming down for the rentals. Um, yeah. You know, they, they keep moving. I think there's a, there's a lot of people that, um, we're looking to buy that I think are just, you know, moving from another rental into another one, maybe because mm -hmm. the, the homeowner is uh, selling that income property. But uh, anyways, there you have it. Staff for Barhaven, four weeks ending, March 26th. <clears throat> Stevenson is now on air. Paul, I see you. Hello. Hi. Missed the memo. How was your I weekend, missed, Paul? I missed the memo. Welcome, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the show. Actually, I got the memo. I just misplaced the memo. So, okay. gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, no, things are great. Great weekends. Uh, it was nice to see some, uh, you know, spring snow. Always great. Hey, just when we think we've turned the corner, she comes back again. Yeah. So. Yeah. And, and we hate, and we hate that. Paul, you know what? I, I, uh, I felt a little out of place this morning because you always intro the show and I just, I could have done it properly if I had that chat GPT intro. <laughs> I could have just done it myself. Come up with a new one, right? How, uh, how's the show going so far? What have I missed? It's going great. You just missed uh, <laughs> some stats. Talking and some stats for Barhaven. So um, without further ado, guys, without further ado, <laughs> we've had this man, this beautiful man, Steve Bailey. Sitting in the, we'll call it the green room for the last little bit here. So I'm going to give him, uh, I'm going to give him an intro. I know Steve, Steve's, uh, I'm going to, I'll break him down for you right now. Steve Bailey is the broker, is a broker and managing partner at the agency for the Waterloo region, Brantford, Oakville, Muskoka, and now Toronto West and the York region offices. He's a seasoned real estate professional who has achieved more than 1 billion in sales over his decade and a half long career. Steve's diligence forthrightness and authenticity have made him an in-demand real estate advisor for clients throughout the Waterloo region and beyond. 
And I will say I've uh, I've hung out with this guy. He's great. And uh, Steve, you're here. Thanks for being Greg. on the show. Thanks, Greg. I appreciate it, man. What a what a morning. Yeah, what what a morning is right. So uh, you know, let's like I said to you, you know, offline here, people. A lot of people, a lot of viewers and listeners of our show, uh, you know, it's the Ottawa Real Estate Podcast. We're starting to get to that point where we have enough uh, listenership where we're looking to expand. So, you know, that's where you kind of came in on this because I know you're an expert in Toronto and surrounding areas. So, I mean, why don't you just break down a little bit more about yourself, um, your experience, and then let's get into some information on, on the market out that way. And you can tell us uh, what you think is going on and where we're headed. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, and thanks very much, guys, for having me on the show. I mean, it's great to sort of talk about different markets. And, you know, it's honestly amazing to hear about what's going on in Ottawa, you know, year over year in your marketplace and how things are, you know, starting to pick up. And, you know, Greg, me and you talked before and, you know, you're still sort of still sort of in that winter mode. You're trying to come out of it where, you know, it pissed me off this morning because I look outside and I've got this like thin blanket of white stuff. <laughs> and it's, uh, you know, and I thought, and to be honest with you, I thought we were done with it. Like we had rain on Saturday. Yesterday was beautiful. And I mean, to look out Monday morning, I had to take my dog out at 530. I'm like, really? What's going on? Like, why are we doing this? Again? <laughs> so it's, you know, um, you know, but, you know, I've, I've been in this business a long time. I've been doing it for, you know, a decade and a half about right now. And, you know, I've done all price points. I've done Waterloo Region uh, for the majority of my career um, and surrounding area as well. But now owning offices in different regions, it really opens your eyes as to, as to what's going on. And really, when you look at Southern Ontario as a whole, and I mean, not, nothing to do with Ottawa, but, you know, we refer ourselves, you know, in Southern Ontario to be sort of the heartbeat of, of what's going on, especially when you get in the GTA market and everything. It's sort of that ripple effect, right? When everything, you know, that's your litmus test is what's going on in greater Toronto and everything kind of starts to fan out from there into our region, into Waterloo region, up to Muskoka, down into that Oakville market, and even out to Brantford as well, right? We, we see it every single day. So you can sort of see the trends that are happening. And then we sort of see them in those outlying markets, you know, whether it be weeks or months afterward. So, I mean, your, your comparison to 2022, you know, when we talk about stats, if you want me to dive into those, you're, what we're really looking at, and I think that the real test is going to be, I mean, I, when we look at the Waterloo region market right now, and I'll use that as kind of my test market, is we've got basically 600 actives in Waterloo region right now. And I can tell you at this time last year, that number was at least half of that. So, and that, that's all markets. It doesn't matter if I go to Halton market and go into Oakville Burlington. It doesn't matter if I go into Toronto market. It doesn't matter if I, I go out towards Brantford. It's the same thing. We're seeing an increase in inventory again over this time last year. And that's what I think that mindset, people have to do that shift. And I think the true test is going to be is when we get down into June, July, August of your podcast, and when we're going over numbers, is what does the year over year look like on those markets, on those numbers? I mean, as I mean, you guys said the same thing in Ottawa, January, February, March last year was absolutely fantastic. Mm -hmm. It didn't get any better. Like it was just incredible. And then obviously we went on the backside of that roller coaster, you know, government intervention again and everything that goes with that. And all of our markets stalled across Canada. Not one was hit really any harder than others. It was just a it was just that the after effect. And I think when we get into those the times into you know June, July, August this year, even September, it's going to be how are we able to perform this year in all of our markets versus that time last year? Because I think everyone knew coming into this year, January, February this year, was going to look like dog shit compared to last year. Mm 
January, February. It's mm-hmm. very hard. There's no way we can keep up that pace. Um, but I will tell you that the one exciting thing that's hit, especially our Waterloo region market, is when we talk about our affordable price points, and I'll use that in Waterloo region, let's call it anywhere between sort of 600 and a million. There is multiple offers left, right, and center day after day right now. Sometimes it's eight offers. Sometimes it's 21 offers again. Um, it's hot. Like, and there's even though there's sort of twice the inventory, people are still needing good homes at good prices. So where do you think that most of the buyer, I mean, I guess this is kind of like a vague question. Um, mm-hmm. People might have a different answer, but where do, where are most of the buyers coming from for that? Is it, is it second home? Is it first home? There are people moving from the, uh, moving out of Toronto, out to yep. Waterloo, a mix of everything, I guess. So if we look at, I mean, if you look at some of our different regions, I mean, Oakville market, Oakville Burlington market, like Halton as general, you've got a lot of people that are shuffling around, right? They're just moving. They're moving up. They're downsizing for whatever reason. Um, Waterloo region, we do get a lot of outside buyers, right? So we get a lot of buyers from the west side of the GTA, uh, whether it's Brampton, whether it's Mississauga, whether it's Milton, um, those surrounding areas, we do get a lot of people coming to purchase homes, not only investment property, but primary residence, right? Because when affordability hits, and just think about what's happened to rates over the last year, all of a sudden, buying that next house in an area you live in, an upsizing might not be an option for you. So you've got to go to outlying, you've got to go, let's say, another 20, 30 minutes west, and all of a sudden, you're able to upsize that home and still live within your means, right? And still live within those approvals that the, that the banks are giving. When we look at other markets, I mean, Muskoka market, uh, which is our sort of summer market, that's going to start hugely taking off in the next two months is, I mean, that's definitely second home market, right? So that's mm-hmm. people that are done very, very well. They mm-hmm. want to utilize some of the equity they've got in their homes or bonuses or whatever they're looking at. And they're buying those second homes to go live in throughout the summer, winter months, um, and just have that, have that other property. Nope. Steve, I got, I got a question for, for you. Yeah. Sorry. Go, in auto, in auto, we kind of have this, uh, during the craziness when when rates were, or prices were going off the charts we had this term kind of drive till you can buy and when we saw Ottawa as kind of like a like a dartboard right with downtown yep. being kind of like the bullseye and then working out I feel like Toronto has there's no real you know you can drive forever and you're never going to find maybe something you can afford because there's so many different maybe dartboards yeah. all over the GTA so do you find people kind of stay within their own board per se or are they willing to to go to all those different regions and is that you know, do you find when you're working with buyers, do, do you kind of have to, I mean, GTA to Ottawa for us, it's obviously tremendously larger, population's bigger, it's denser. So yeah. like, do you find people stay in their own areas, like you said, or are people willing to kind of look at those, uh, those different boards? Well, I think that, you know, you bring up a good point because during, um, you know, during the pandemic, COVID, whatever you want to call it, the money was so cheap, people would do whatever they needed to do, right? They needed bigger homes. They needed home offices. The kids were home more. So there was that really big shift to like, let's just buy bigger um, because we're in our homes all the time. And I think now what you're seeing, and I mean, when you look at the Toronto, let's look at Toronto market specifically, when you look at condos, when you look at smaller homes there, people are starting to come back into the city, right? The city's vibrant again. The city's hot again. It's sexy. There's restaurants popping up. We've got sports happening. We've got nightlife. You've got everything that, Toronto had pre-pandemic is just been it's it's on fire again and it's it's awesome to see and I think when you look across the whole of North America it's the same look at New York 
Look at LA, look at Miami, look at the major centers, look at Vancouver. They're all hot again, right? They're popping, they're good, they're fun. And, and people want to get back into that lifestyle. The kicker is now, and to your point is, Paul, is it's affordability. So now when you're faced with increased mortgage rates, are you able now to stay in your area or do you, are you forced to go drive till you can buy, right? Like that, like you were saying, that, it, that be, just becomes, I think, a reality of what's happened in the marketplace with rates and, uh, and prices. Where do you, where, Steve, you know, for your markets, and you obviously have a number of offices in, in yep. different markets, which obviously I would assume operate, you know, very differently in some cases um, and not all uniform as far as, you know, when mar one market's, you know, driving really well and other ones uh, not so much. By and large, though, what are you seeing for demand? I know you mentioned in that 600 to million price range as being that affordable. And we talked about the last show of kind of under 700 and under in Ottawa is, you know, really everything is going and then 700 to a million is a little bit slower and a million and up is, you know, is, is, you know, taking a lot longer to, a little bit longer to sell, but what are you seeing in your market um, for those price points? And where are you seeing kind of the market shifting? Like you've obviously dipped in values, you've dipped in prices. Yeah. How do you see it moving forward as we enter that spring market and, and the demand that's there? And do you foresee prices rebounding back up and in, in kind of in those different territories that you have? Right. So I think the the easiest one for me to um, talk about right now is the one that I actually sell in. So if I talk about Waterloo Region and we talk about the higher end price points, and I think they're starting to come back online. Rates have stabilized for the time being. We're seeing, as I said, the lower end homes. When I say lower end, I mean, these are still nice homes at a million dollars. But when we see those start to move off market quicker, that's a good signal that we're going to start to get some traction on the higher end. Right. So it's just that it's that move up. Right. So I can tell you that in the last 90 days, we've seen a big uptick in, I would just use the two and a half million and up range, even in Waterloo region. So two and a half to 4 million, um, you know, we've done, I've done, a, I did one of the only properties over 3 million um, in the last 90 days, but we're seeing stuff at two five, two sevens, two nines um, come online and actually sell in a reasonable time frame. Some of these are only 15 days, 20 days to market, hmm. which is absolutely fantastic. When we go into other markets, when I like if we drop down into our Oakville market, which is about 40, 45 minutes from here, that price point changes significantly, right? So that I mean, Oakville being sort of that, you know, millionaires row and on Lakeshore Road and you're on the lake, we're seeing those price points. If we use even for them three to five million, they're moving. Properties are moving daily. We're seeing things roll off market. We're seeing some higher end stuff come on market in the sevens, eights, nine million as well. And it, time will tell how those properties do because that's still the upper end of that marketplace. Toronto's I can actually speak to, I can speak to clients of mine that just sold in Oakville last week. They yep. listed at one, one point, one point, not 1.85 sold in one day to, at list price uh, you firm, you know, in, and, in Oakville. And you know, it's tough because I mean, you bring up at that point you bring up is, you know, when we bring up when Greg was talking about stats year over year, I mean, that might've been a house that was two, one, two, two last year. But at one eight, at, right? At one eight, they're happy, right? The, I think mm -hmm. the reality has started to come in with sellers that they've, they need to get in line with buyers more, right? And I think that that's what the latter half of last year was lacking in the marketplace. Sellers were still way up here and buyers were still yeah. trying to get that deal. And I think we're coming closer now to having sort of that, a little bit of more harmony in the marketplace. And I think that's, and I think that's showing based on sales data. Um, mm -hmm. 
when you get out of that region, I mean, Muskoka's sort of got its own little marketplace because that definitely, when you talk about a market that comes alive in the spring and summer, like as of May 2, 4, it's go time in Muskoka. And you basically got three months of a really, really great market and to take advantage of it. But I can tell you, I'm, I was up there last week, um, just like you guys in Ottawa, snow's still there, right? So, you know, I had one of my agents last night send me a video. He was out snowmobiling on the weekend, right? And the trails are still good. So they're not out of it yet, right? The melt's coming, the lakes are opening up, but they're not to the point yet where people are flocking and trying to buy stuff, right? We're still frozen up, but mm -hmm. we've got stuff up there that's conditional at six, seven million, right? So th these are wow. good, healthy price points, right? And the GTA is the GTA. I mean, the nice thing with the GTA is you've got condos at 800. You've also got properties that are 14 million, 16 million, 20 million. So you've got a really good brush to be painted in the whole of Toronto proper. And I can tell you that those price points are doing well. Um, one of our agents out of our Toronto West office, um, you know, lists a property and gets six offers within three, four days. Like it's great. It, it's wow. great. Really, really good and healthy to see again. So I hope I hope Ottawa is going to experience that same push um, in terms of the multiples again and getting into that, you know, into reasonable price points and, you know, seeing offers that are nice and firm, no conditions, uh, so we don't have to play around. Yeah, and your your comment, Steve, about uh, off-market, uh, I want to touch on that a bit because I did, I did three off-market deals in the last six weeks, mm -hmm. and it was like the most I've ever kind of done at, at one time. Um, but you know, when you, when you make that comment, are, are these off market properties that you're talking about? Is this generally something that maybe, uh, you might have listed, uh, and then you reach out to your network, um, you know what I mean? And find a buyer or, uh, is, are some of these properties that you had listed last year that didn't sell that you've still been kind of talking about a bit. And then as you know what I mean, as you think about it, you, you message them, let them know you have a buyer kind of thing, or is this, or is this kind of across the board with everybody? Um, is there just more of that in general, I guess? I think there's, I mean, remember for the, you know, the Toronto Real Estate Board and out, they tried to ban exclusives, right? So there was a big push to take that off the table. And, you know, thank goodness that we do have the ability to go exclusive. I think for the right client and the right property, I think it, it's a good approach, at least a starting approach. Mm -hmm. It also gives us the ability to soft launch a property and push it out there and get a gauge on what the market's going to think about it. So to your point about who are those people, um, they are some people that we had last year that were that were ready to go with again, and we're trying to figure out what the best price point may be. And this is in the higher end, obviously. In mm -hmm. the lower end, it's easier to gauge those price points. And it's also people that are not necessarily have been on the market before, but also don't want to rack up days on market, right? So they they look at it and say, you know, hey, Steve, through your network of offices and agents, um, is there any chance that we can find an off-market buyer? And if the answer is yes, sure, let's see what we can do. Great. And it's amazing that you've pulled three. I mean, if you've pulled three of those in the last little bit, that's, I mean, that's a good number. Like that, that's a, that's mm. a really healthy number of off-market deals. Um, we, we're not seeing that many based on what I can see. We're just seeing the exclusive side of things is still there and it still gives the ability for us to kind of litmus test that market and yeah. really get the agents we want into the property, right? In all our markets, we know who deals in high end, whether it be in our Waterloo market and our Oakville market, you know which agents to reach out to when you've got something and, and give it a shout. And on the buyer side, a lot of those buyers are fine with it, right? They're happy it's not on market, right? They get a chance to go through it. They're not rushed. Let's take a look. 
you know, let's discuss it for a day or two and see if it works for us. If not, great, we'll move on. And if it does, obviously you've had three people that have said, yeah, let's do this, right? Let's put pen to paper. There's, um, there, <laughs> I was just going to say on the, on the value, pro, on the price point and, and exclusive, um, you know, comment is there, and this goes to a question that we actually had from last week's show, but um, kind of parlays into your market. Are you seeing um, many issues on appraisals? I know on the higher end, there's a lot more down payment required. So it probably doesn't matter as much because in a lot of cases they're putting 50% down and, and yeah. things like that. So if the value comes down, comes back, you know, slightly off, but are you seeing in that million price point or under where they're needing the appraisal they're typically at 80% loan to value. Are you seeing appraisals come back light or how are you seeing the values maintaining on comparables? So I think the worst time for appraisal problems, I think was last year. And I think, I mean, you're in, you're in the mortgage market as well. So we did have, I mean, obviously there was problems in the latter half of last year with appraisals and, you know, I'm good friends with, uh, with a mortgage broker. She's one of our friends, family friends. Uh, she works in our office as well. And, you know, there was issues. There was people mm. where they bought a house for, let's call it 800,000 for argument's sake. And obviously the appraisals are coming in at like 720. And mm. to your point, these aren't people that have an extra 80 grand sitting around in hard equity, mm. right? So if their numbers are off, they're stretching to get to that 20%, right? They, they don't have any more left and their ratios are probably close to being maxed out. And you're right. When you get into that three, four million, two and a half million, a lot of times they do have a bit more flexibility. Um, right now, as of this year, I have not heard of any catastrophic problems uh, that we've had across our markets with appraisals. Um, hopefully the banks are and the lending institutions are are seeing that the market is shifting and they're not as tight on that right now. And they're getting back to sort of, hey, you know, look, what did this property sell for? Can we justify it? Or is it a justifiable number or did someone grossly overpay for this property? Yeah, I find in our market we're we're seeing it the issues uh, on new construction. Ottawa's got a lot okay. of new construction, um, and you know what? With prices dipped on resale, people are able to get you know a home that was new construction a year ago, two years ago, and and for less than what and what the builders listing at now. Um, and so it's it's driving down those appraisals we find uh, on a lot of new new builds and people walking away from a number of properties because it's just not hitting. And like you said, they don't have that eighty thousand to uh, to come up with that difference or whatever it may be. So it's kind of right. And we're seeing a different, uh, comparison. Yeah, and I think we're still. And if you guys have a lot of uh, pre-con and stuff in the Ottawa market, just like we do in the Greater Toronto area, a lot of those properties that people even bought last year haven't come to close yet, right? We're talking mm -hmm. if it's condo, it might be two years, three years. And who knows? We, we you, Everyone hopes that that market's going to go based on history and we're going to see a blip when the blip's over and we continue to kind of run up that hill again and, and the market does well. And I think we're seeing, I think we're seeing signs of that across the country. Definitely. Paul, did you have a question before? Uh, I don't remember what it was pertaining <laughs> to. So. Uh, uh, Steve, I got, I got a question. This is more agency based, I guess. Yep. Um, you know, especially it was good for me. You know, I've, I've done a couple of, uh, of deals with, uh, with agents, you know, Matt, Christina, um, yep. uh, Stephanie. And I'm just wondering, like, with you being um, a partner at, uh, you know, with all these offices, are you finding like there's a, a, a great sense of collaboration like, are people trying to work more out, out, out of the other markets and refer? You know, I, 150,000%. I mean, I think, <laughs> you know, collab, no, I mean, honestly, within the agency, collaboration is is absolutely key. And yeah. I mean, you just brought up a point. I mean, you've 
referred stuff to Stephanie in my Muskoka office. You referred stuff to Matt in our Toronto West office and Christina, who I'm assuming is the one in our, well, actually, our office. Actually, sorry, let right? me correct I mean, that. I, ref I referred to Matt, but Christina and Stephanie referred to me. There you go. Office. It was awesome. Right. And I think that's, that's, it's huge. I mean, I've sent deals out to Vancouver. We've sent deals down to Florida market, whether it's Gulf Coast or Atlantic side. So I think not only within our soon to be six brokerages, five right now, there's a huge amount of collaboration. I think it's also when you look at other markets on a global scale, yeah. right? Like we are happy to refer out. And I think, you know, when, when you look at what we go through for openings and we go support people, I mean, just think of last summer when we did all the Ontario openings yeah. and then hit Montreal as well, it was a hell of a week. And it's not just, it's not just about, you know, having a few drinks. It's about getting to know people. Yeah. And it becomes so much easier to collaborate and refer when you're when you're going and saying hi to people and you're going and, and meeting people because we are still on a global scale, a small brokerage in terms of absolute numbers. But from the collaborative side and stuff, like it, it's it's huge, it's massive across every office. Yeah, it's good to hear, man. That's that's how I feel. I just wanted to get your get your take on it. Oh yeah, <laughs> and I'll probably see you in the uh, in the Bahamas. I imagine uh, you'll probably you probably will. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I'll Coming be up. there too. Question mark? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll do our next one from the Bahamas. Yeah, that's oh yeah, for sure, for sure. We'll be together. Um, you guys got any other questions for Steve? Steve, you got anything else you wanted to say? I think I mean you hit on all the key points right there. Um I just, important stuff you to know, I think, Yeah, I think from an agent perspective, whether it's agents listening or it's clients listening. I think from an agent perspective, you know, really keep your head up. There's a hell of a lot of money to be made in this marketplace right now. And, you know, you got to get out of the, the doldrum of last year. And if you're still sitting there, um, you know, open your eyes, get out there, talk to people, um, you know, get back to what you were doing before, get back to, to killing it, get back to that mindset and, you know, wake up every morning and, and make those calls and talk to people. Um, there is stuff selling day in, day out. It has not changed. Um, you know, there is not doom and gloom. Um, people have money to spend. They want to move for whatever the hell reason it may be. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, really, if you're watching the news every day, really dissect it, right? I mean, headlines are headlines, but when you're talking to offices, you talk about the collaboration side is really reach out to other markets, reach out to other people, um, find out what they're doing, find out what's working for them and uh, have a plan in place. Cause you know, spring market, whether it's Ottawa, you're still got a bit of snow or here, I've got a little blanket this morning. Spring is here. It's coming. You can hear the birds in the morning and you know, I'm, I'm, we're ready to rock this year. I'm excited. I'm super excited for I this marketplace. And, and to you, cause you were just about to say that was to the agents. What would you, what advice would you give to the buyers? Um, you know, that so are sitting on the patient. sidelines right now or, you know. Oh, yeah. well, sitting on the sidelines. I mean, stop doing that. I mean, again, <laughs> should have, could, should have, could have, would have, but you know, maybe yeah. you should have bought last November, December. And I understand rates suck, right? I understand right now affordability is hard. Um, but really, if you're going to get into the marketplace, get into the marketplace. If you don't, the marketplace is just going to outpace you again for different reasons. And we saw that during COVID, right? We saw that when people were bidding lots of money, um, you know, as a buyer, get in there, get in with a good agent, um, hopefully, a, you know, an agency agent, if it's some, somewhere where you're doing business in our marketplaces and, you know, really lean on that agent and, and use that agent to, uh, to better prepare you to get these offers and to get these houses. And, you know, you might go through two or three again where you don't get it. But believe me, we're, it, there is lots of property to be had. And on the seller side, get your property out there to market. If you need to move, you're moving. It's a lateral marketplace, right? Mm -hmm. Let's start selling. Let's start seeing some properties out there with some good prices. And as we've seen, 
in all our markets that we've talked about today is prices are up over the last 90 days. Even if you take back to yeah. 90 days to begin the year, we're already up. Steve, yeah, you I got think fired up, but I think I'm going to have to go out and make go. some money today. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's I, do think, it I think for us to be, being so close to the market is that we, you know, we're, we're hypersensitive to where everything's standing. And as it goes up and down, where could the ebbs and flows, we're kind of right on top of it. The general public, you know, people that are buying and selling maybe every three to five years, they just kind of see those headlines, right, Steve? They see the, you know, rates are all-time high or whatever. They're not, but you know what I mean? Like they're seeing the doom yeah. and gloom and then that pushes them further to the sidelines. I think we see, you know, there's kind of a three to six month lag on where the market is compared to where the general public starts acting on where they think the market is. Uh, yeah. And we've been saying that, as you said, since probably October, November of last year, like now is what well, we think the trough you know, go out and start buying. And now in Ottawa, at least we've seen January, February uh, have increased from December, like that we're seeing the, you know, we saw everything come down, down, down last year as rates uh, continue to increase. And now that they've become stagnant, we're seeing prices start to climb up and now inflation's right. dropped again. Rates are probably potentially going to come down again. So we're going to see that continue to go up and up. So as you said, like, you know, <laughs> We always say the the best time to buy was yesterday, and the second best time is today, and that's, that's you right. know it still holds true. And I think yeah, if we look is. back, as you said, July, August, September, later this year, if you look back at you know March prices, people are going to be kicking themselves for not not yeah, getting. In I think so. Yep. Yeah. yeah, that's and that's what I was saying. I did, was it last episode or the one before? I did like a full uh, data check on on the uh, average price in Ottawa since last February, and so it was. It went down so far, but then the last three months, it's come up to where the prices now, I think, are going to match what it was last June when they started to substantially go down, which, you know, I don't think anyone was really expecting it to come back up that quickly, but it's happening, you know? So let's do this. Uh, let's do this again. Let's do this again in uh, in July. August. Absolutely. 100%. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, Steve, thanks a lot for being on. Um, thanks, yeah, guys. I know we're going to do business in the future. Have a great day. We'll see you later. Thanks, Thanks guys. Steve. Have a good one. Enjoy, guys. Thank you very Ciao. much. All right, guys. Should I slide into the booths? We're going to close out with those? Let's go do it. All right. Here we go. We got three today. They're all pretty good. I like them all. Uh, you guys give me the zero, one, two, or three on three. Number one, uh, I lost my job at the bank on my first day. A woman asked me to check her balance, so I pushed her over. <laughs> wow. <laughs> No, no, no roll on that one from Steve. Wow. Or Steve in, <laughs> producer Steve. Uh, number two, what kind of music do chiropractors like? Greg, you like this hip hop. <laughs> wow. And uh, number three, last but not least, I was going to tell a time traveling joke, but you guys didn't like it. <laughs> Thanks, Paul. Wow. Wow. <laughs> There you go. There you have it. Uh, I, I apologize. This is, every, I apologize. this is every week, Steve. It's a nightmare. <laughs> I apologize for not uh, not being here for the uh, for the beginning, but uh, always here to close it out. You know. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Awesome. Wow. Well, thanks, so, Paul. And thanks we'll be back next week. Uh, <laughs> thanks again to our guest, uh, Steve Bailey, from the agency, and we will be back every week, Tuesday, 10 a.m. The shows are released on YouTube and all your streaming platforms, Spotify, Google, uh, Apple, you name it. And uh, if you have any questions or comments, be sure to send them in. Make sure to like, share, review, and uh, we'll see you next week. Have a great week, everyone. Later.
Thanks for tuning in, everyone. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Please remember to like, share, comment, and subscribe because we'd really like that. 